Coming up on today's show, Sarah's Day's big ticket Christmas present, New Year new influencer relationship updates, and Steph Claire Smith's dangerous privacy breach. Hello and welcome to Outspoken. It's your dose of the hottest influencer and pop culture news twice a week. I'm Kate Torber and I literally cannot believe it is 2023. Where has time gone? I'm getting married in what? 17 days. And apologies, this podcast is out on a Wednesday instead of a Tuesday, but I thought it didn't really matter because I am losing track of the days because oh, we're still on holidays. I have no idea what day it is today. Yesterday, I was like, hang on, I think we're meant to be recording a podcast. <laughs> it's such a professional setup here. Well, I'm Amy Torber, and Sophie, you partook in the biggest trend of New Year's 2022 with your Instagram reel. Oh, well, it didn't really get that much engagement, did it? Because I think everyone was doing it. So, Basically, everyone was sharing their highlights of 2022 in a sort of video format. So everyone was taking snippets of little videos from the year. And I actually didn't want to do one at first because everyone's years looked so glamorous. I have a new, what I like to call a new lady love, a new woman who I aspire to be like. Her name is Chantel Stanton. And if you enjoy looking at fashion and basically someone who looks like they've got the perfect life, she's for you. And she put out this video and oh my God, the events she went to, the parties. And when I looked back at my year, I was like, Oh, it's just all animals, which is lovely. Yeah, I was inspired by your video. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do one for, you know, sort of nice to reflect. And I literally went to my camera roll and it was just all of sunny and shadow. (laughs) No overseas trips, nothing too glamorous. (laughs) Well, I only did one because I was like, oh, we had your hens party and Amy's engagement. Maybe there's a few (laughs) snaps from there. I often find these trends quite painful, but I did enjoy this one because I like the video element. Otherwise, you know, when people used to put status updates and they used to brag about what they've done. Oh, yeah, a couple of years ago... used to be that you just listed all your achievements like I've bought a house I've got married I've had a baby it is interesting because in the past few years social media has moved away from that very curated highlights reel so it's quite intriguing that that was a trend for this year that being said I do sometimes have an issue when people sort of put up videos of themselves crying and being miserable because whilst it is relatable to some people it does come across as quite performative so you know if you were to put up a highlight reel of your year and have yourself crying in it like yeah, is but that real life though but but is it real life to think well, I'm gonna put my camera on to well, film myself crying. yeah but if you film every other aspect of your life then you should feel comfortable filming yourself well, crying didn't Mitchell Orville post videos of videos of him crying recently which I was like oh wow that's sort of quite impactful Mm. but also a bit of a attention seeking thing like I think we can't help have that feeling ingrained in us and like why are you posting that but that's 2022 isn't it you can't do anything right yeah (laughs) I don't know it I think it does make people feel shit particularly because Christmas and New Year's is such a time where you're reflecting on how did you perform out of your year and if Mm. you didn't film all these beautiful videos then you couldn't actually share what your year was like it's the funny thing is I find that if I'm having a good time I don't really reach my phone yeah. to film things. Do you know what I could get around though was the in and out list. I loved watching people's versions of that. So if you haven't seen it, basically it's a list of all the things that should be out from 2022 that people are over and then all of the things that we should be bringing into the new year. I really like that. But I also found I'm in such a state at the moment where I'm just, I don't feel really motivated in the new year. Like, I feel like I'm still in holiday mode. So I'm like, how do these people even have the brain capacity to think of these Mm. things? Did anyone find anyone else's ins and outs list a bit hypocritical though? Because everything that was out, it was like, you have done that as an influencer. You've promoted that. There were a lot of influencer ins and out lists that I was like, hmm, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm 
says like, like we should get one one day. But I didn't, I did not expect that at all. A year after buying her husband Kurt Tills a boat for Christmas, fitness influencer Sarah's Day has received a big ticket item of her own. So how do you match a boat? I definitely think Kurt would have been feeling the pressure with that one. I don't think you can compete with a present like that. I think if you are going to try, it has to be a present that's really thoughtful. Yeah, because the boat actually ended up costing $300,000. So if that was me, I'd be like, do I buy a present for the same price? Mm. Yeah, well, when Sarah's Day announced that she did give her husband a boat, she actually called herself a sugar mama. And she said that she even went to the extent of getting herself a boat license so that Kurt could wakeboard on the back. And that's not the only lavish present she has given her family. So she also bought a Aston Martin for her dad, which retailed at $300,000 as well. So again, very generous, but it really blows my mind how much money some of these influencers have. I don't think it's that surprising, though, when you look at all of the things Sarah has going on. She's got Sunny, which would be making her an absolute fortune. She's also got all of those brand deals with White Fox Boutique and other companies. Yeah, but I don't think Sunny's that popular, maybe in the US, but I suppose she has got that large of a fan base to purchase stuff. Are you surprised that it's so popular? Well... I'm surprised that apps like Sunny do make so much money, but when you do the sums, she's got such a large following that only a very small percentage of her followers would have to subscribe to Sunny for her to make a large amount of cash. And the fact that it comes in every month Mm. also would be allowing her to have a much better cash flow rather than waiting for brand deals. Mm. Now, getting into this present, so Sarah revealed the gift in a Christmas Day vlog, which is now trending on YouTube. So the gift in question is a three-seater infrared sauna. And I had a look at these online and the brand in question doesn't list its prices, which is a bit of a giveaway that it's expensive. So I had a look and other brands were retailing between $3,000 to $10,000. I was quite surprised because in this vlog, Kurt shows that he had to build the trampoline for the kids. He also had to make a bike for Fox and then build this infrared sauna. And I couldn't believe that this product was so expensive, but he had to actually build it from a box. Yeah. Well, online it says that it takes two to three hours to put the sauna together and it requires at least two people to build it. And we saw how difficult it was to put together because in the vlog, one of the walls fell and it almost hit Kurt in the head. Luckily, he managed to stop it in time but yeah it didn't look safe putting this thing together it didn't but kurt is a carpenter so i feel like he would have backed himself i really enjoyed this vlog i do love watching people's christmas vlogs a few days after christmas and sarah's are always good they are good i do notice that kurt's family are relegated to a couple of days (laughs) before christmas i always think that's funny how her family is the only one they visit on christmas day i think that's because they do live quite far apart now going back to the sauna you might be wondering how would you hide this present of course it was in large boxes but Kurt ordered it a month before Christmas so he hid it in their shed which is where Sarah spends a lot of time because there's a gym in there and Sarah said that she did see the boxes but she assumed it was one of the boys gifts because they did get a trampoline I'm very impressed that Kurt managed to order this present within a month of Christmas and then also put it together. I think Mm. that's a big tick for him. Yeah, and there was a lot of discussion last year over whether Kurt's present, the Malibu boat, was sponsored or gifted because 
It was really confusing. A few weeks before, Kurt was putting on Instagram how he was working with Malibu and they had gone out on the boat a couple of times. So there wasn't really any confirmation of whether there was a sponsorship deal involved with the gift or whether there was some sort of discount. And I thought it was rather interesting because in this vlog, Kurt confirmed in the video that he paid full price for the sauna and that it wasn't sponsored in any way. And that's because when he was unpacking it, he was getting a little bit annoyed that there wasn't any sort of instructions in the box. And also that there was this weird little hat thing included in the box. So he's like, I'm not ragging on this brand. I actually paid for it myself. Well, you kind of hope he would. Can you imagine though, as an influencer, receiving a Christmas gift and realizing that your partner hadn't paid for it? I think you can only get away with it if it's a $300,000 boat because maybe you've paid 200 grand towards it. Yeah, surely you wouldn't get that all for free. It would be discounted. I do wonder if influencers get pissed when their partners propose and get some sort of discount Mm. on the ring as well. Now, Sarah was very excited to receive this sauna. So in an earlier vlog, we saw her attend a sauna with her friend Sophie and in the Christmas Day vlog, she said to Kurt, I can't believe it. I had mentioned it to you, but I thought maybe it was something that we'd get one day in the future. So he was very attentive listening to what she wanted. I know he's probably like, what the hell do I get her? Because you know, there'd be a lot of pressure. I, I found it interesting that Sarah didn't show what she got Kurt mm. this year. That was omitted from the vlog. Well, yeah. well how do you go the next year when mm. you've got someone a boat? Like, what do you get them? A pair mm. of sunglasses? Yeah. Now you guys may be wondering, what does an infrared sauna actually do because if Sarah's day wants one one would assume that there's a lot of health benefits from this thing. I know. I feel like a lot of her followers are suddenly going to be splurging on infrared saunas or at least going to them well, after seeing her spruik this. I don't know if this is an item that everyone can afford and go and splurge no, on. So, but you can book in for one. Yeah. So an infrared sauna is a type of sauna that uses light to make heat. And generally people use saunas because they do have some health benefits. So, so it's not like steamy. It's not like a steamy sauna like no, we used to use. Yeah, it's not a steamy one. So it just uses uses different colored lights to sort of heat your body up so it increases vigorous sweating and also your heart rate so some studies say that it's the same as some sort of moderate exercise so there's those sort of benefits also studies have shown that using these sort of saunas may help conditions such as high blood pressure heart failure dementia and alzheimer's disease however there needs to of course be more studies these aren't confirmed benefits I'm wondering if that's why Sarah has been so pro-saunas because she has opened up on her podcast and spoken about how her grandmother had dementia and it is a big fear of hers having Mm. it. Yeah, definitely. Was it just me or was anyone else concerned when they saw Fox in the sauna? Because I've always thought that it's unsafe for kids to be in saunas because before they reach puberty, kids can't regulate their body temperature the way adults can. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I always thought that you had to be 12 and up to go into a sauna. I thought maybe it might differ for an infrared sauna, but Sarah was in there and she said on one of her Instagram stories that she was sitting in there and it was 42 degrees and she was hoping to get it up to 60 degrees. So I don't think that's great for children. Well, a lot of infrared sauna places actually state on their website that children have to be between 8 and 15 to be Mm. allowed to use a sauna and they have to have a parent sitting there. Fox is three. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe he was in there just for a little bit. I think he was playing around, but I mean, it's probably not an image that I'd want to put out there. Now, I found this quite fascinating because Sarah did this Instagram story where she was sitting in the sauna and she said she was getting ready to write her business goals for 2023. And she announced a few interesting things that will be changing on her platform. Here's what she said. I'm jumping in here to write 
my business goals for 2023 because a few things will be changing on my platform. Yeah, in terms of things changing on like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, it's nothing major at all. Like obviously I am who I am. It's more like the videos I create, I think I want to vlog a little bit less just because like the boys are getting older and I want to make more purposeful content, not just like hi this is my day like this is I'll still do them but I want to yeah have a purpose for every video I make whether it's like five healthy dinners or like baby led weaning um wellness tips healthy habits like things like that I like a purpose at the end of the video now following this announcement she also put up a poll on her Instagram story asking her followers what they want to see from her so the options were skincare and beauty healthy recipes and food fitness and workouts or home and lifestyle and the overwhelming response from her followers was that they wanted to see home and lifestyle content which I would assume is vlogs and that got 58% of the votes and fitness and beauty content got the least votes no one wanted to see it. Uh, no one wants to see Sarah doing her beauty regime. yeah it's so boring I also don't really want to watch someone doing Pilates I'm surprised she didn't put the option of family channel because I think that's what most people want to see from her I don't think it's going to be a very popular move if she moves away from vlogging well it's I do respect the fact that at least she's acknowledging that her children are getting older yeah, and it might be inappropriate to keep having them as the main but she's doing baby led weaning as a suggested video yeah and she also went on a spiel about how her kids weren't going to be a part of her vlogs and it's all going to be about Sarah's day age ago and then she then uploaded about five vlogs just about her kids. I think this will be one of those things where it's a new year's resolution that doesn't actually come into fruition because as we saw last year she really didn't put much content out there so I think that a lot of these videos she's suggesting would take a lot of time and energy and preparation. It's much easier to vlog your life than come up with all these different ideas. Did you notice that she said she was editing her Christmas vlog because previously she's had a professional editor a part of her Grom studio team do it. Well, they're probably on holidays. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe she's wanting to move into these more, quote, purposeful content because it's easier to bank up. Whereas mm. before a vlog, because she shares so much on TikTok and Instagram about her daily life, it's kind of obvious when something's outdated, especially mm. when her kids are young and they grow so quickly on the videos. I think it might be a case of also she wants to utilize the House of Grom studio that they've had set up. She has complained a lot about the renovations happening next door. Yeah, I think that her videos have been interrupted a lot. And again, it's easier content to film. You just go in there, film a bunch of videos and then get her team to edit it up. But unfortunately for Sarah, I don't think that's going to resonate with her audience. Have you ever slept with someone who's on TV? If so, who? Yes, Jack Kenny. <laughs> It's a new year, which means new influencer relationship updates. Kate, can you kick us off? Well, over New Year's, Lily Brown and Jet Kenny made it Instagram official by both sharing the same photo of them kissing on New Year's. So for those who don't know, because I wasn't really sure who he is, Jet is the son of Lisa Curry and Grant Kenny. So he's a model and he's also appeared on SAS Australia recently, as well as Dancing with the Stars. Is Lisa Curry a swimmer? She's an, Yeah, she's an Olympian. Oh, okay. And her husband, well, ex-husband, is now married to Fifi Box. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, so Influencer Updates AU did a little bit of a um, family tree of who Jet Kenny is, which was quite funny. So Jet has previously been romantically linked to James Packer's niece, Francesca, as well as his former Dancing with the Stars partner, Lily Cornish. Oh, Lily again, mm. too. Lily, that would be confusing. Yes. So Jet captioned the post to the future and added a pair of love heart emojis. While Lily 
Lily wrote, you'd be a tough one to keep a secret. Now, I found Lily's caption rather interesting because she's made such a big effort in the past to keep her relationships offline. So I wonder how her new relationship is going to play out. We've already seen Lily use Jet in her chilly pajama Christmas campaign. Well, I don't know if she's been keeping it that much of a secret because remember back in October, Lily and Michael Finch filmed a say it or shot it video. And in the video, she revealed that she'd slept with somebody on TV and then confirmed that it was Jet Kenny. I love how she proceeded to FaceTime him to confirm the news. It seems like they were on really good terms at the time and she said he was a really good friend of hers. So I wonder how this relationship has blossomed. I feel like she's played it really well though. Setting up this photo shoot, she might have still really had a crush on him after their hookup Mm. and keeping this friendship alive was ultra confusing because a couple of months ago she was hanging out with this guy from Bali who seemed like bad news. He seemed like mm. this playboy over there and they were he, she, they were putting out all these mukbang videos together. So Well, he was also in the Chili Christmas campaign too. So both guys uh, were there. So is this the way for people to get a boyfriend? They start a business and then they ask all male these models. men that they like to model in Maybe it. she was using the Bali guy to make Jet jealous. Well, it seems to have worked. Now, rumours were strengthened about a week ago when the pair shared very very similar photos to their Instagram story. So Influencer Updates AU actually posted about this and they put two of their posts side by side. So in the post Jet shared, he was lying on a white couch wearing black undies while Lily shared a snap from the same couch of her holding a beer. So it was very obvious that they were together. It was quite funny because someone in the comments of Influencer Updates AU post wrote that they had seen Jet and Lily holding hands at Woolies. (laughs) Now, this wasn't surprising. We also got a DM from a follower who had spotted Sammy Robinson and Jordan Simi walking around holding hands at Sydney Harbour. It's very disappointing news. A bit more upmarket than Woolies. Yeah, it's a little bit, but I'm just so sick of hearing these updates. Like, I'm getting more and more disappointed in Sammy. I thought after the whole French toast incident that she may have got the message that Jordan Simi is bad news. But unfortunately, she has gone running back to him, it appears. And it's gotten even stranger because Sammy's friend and former Bachelor contestant, Bella Valaris, has added to the confusion by sharing a selfie of her with three French models with the caption, My Little French Babies. And one of those models is, in fact, French toast herself, Julia Cortez. What is going on? Because... Bella was a part of the video that was posted on TikTok a couple of months ago where they announced that Sammy Robinson was in her single hot girl era. And this was off the back of Jordan Simi basically making her look like a complete dickhead by posting all these photos of him with Julia Cortez. Did she? Did he make her look like a complete dickhead or did he make himself look like a complete well, dickhead? Both, both really. really, because she took him back after he humiliated her previously in the year and that whole boxing bullshit well i reckon what's happened here is do you guys remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how bella valaris had her birthday Mm. party and jordan and sammy both posted at it but didn't tag one another well i reckon that jordan has brought some of these french models to the birthday party as friends to point out that they're friends and Bella's now befriended them too. I think that's a bit of a stretch. I doubt he would bring the French models to Bella's birthday party when Sammy was there. Wouldn't that just add to further humiliation? Sammy's not friends with Julia. So it's strange that Bella, her friend, is. Maybe Um, they were friends previously. 
Well, I know that they would be in similar circles considering the influencer industry. I mean, these three French models seem to be everywhere at the moment in Sydney. It's quite funny, though, because Julia Cortez actually soft launched a new relationship with another guy over New Year's. So she posted a photo of her in bathers and basically it was a shot of her amazing ass and you couldn't really see the guy's face but when you do a little bit of Instagram stalking he is actually a fashion stylist called Barnaby White and he's also French. The description of her soft launch actually reminds me of on Seinfeld. Remember when they're like, what was that ad for? There's just a crumpled pair of jeans off in the background. (laughs) I wonder though, considering Julia Cortez does now have a legitimate boyfriend, whether that helped Jordan and Sammy Mm. get back together because he's probably like, see, she's not interested in me. Yeah, well, Jordan did like the post. I don't think it was so much that she was interested in Jordan. I think it was he was clearly interested in her or he was using her Mm. to make Sammy jealous and clearly it's worked. Hi guys, my name is Steph Claire Smith. Despite calling for privacy, realestate.com.au has revealed details about Steph Claire Smith's new home that made it very identifiable. Yeah, I was really taken aback by this. So on the 23rd of December, realestate.com.au revealed that Steph and her husband, Josh Miller, had purchased a new multi-million dollar home after selling their previous home. So in the article, they listed the suburb of the home, the selling price, as well as including a photo of the home's backyard, as well as a long list of the home's amenities. And these details made it very easy for anyone to just Google and find out where Steph was now living. So we won't obviously be naming the suburb or the price as we don't want to add to this breach of privacy. Now, the journalist went on to say that Steph had declined to comment on the purchase of the home and that Steph had told her followers she wanted to keep the move private when she was asked about it. Now, despite all of this, the article continued to list information about settlement dates and information that they found from the public records. And in the article, they also revealed the couple purchased their new home off the market. I think it's only human to be curious about where these influencers and celebrities live and perhaps how much their houses cost. However, it is a huge breach of privacy for realestate.com to publish this for everyone to read, particularly when you are a high profile person like this and a lot of people are interested. Also, the fact that she's got a young child. Mm. I think it's pretty gross because we have seen influencers targeted like Molly May and also Tommy Fury. And in Australia, Chloe and Mitch have also had their house burgled. The Chloe and Mitch one was a little bit more contentious because people basically blamed them that they had shared a photo of themselves after they bought the property and there was information in the background of the photo of where they were and a lot of people then were sharing the whereabouts of that location. Not to victim blame them at all. I mean, it's disgusting what's happened and that has made them become very private and they're friends with Steph and Josh. So Steph has been overt about wanting to keep her location private, which is why I think it's even worse that realestate.com.au shared it, particularly because she said, look, I want to keep this private. I decline to comment on it. And while they didn't share her actual address, sharing all of those key details about her property made it very obvious where it is. It's all making a bit more sense, though, in regards to Chloe and Mitch, because remember, we reported on the fact that realestate.com interviewed them about their house. I wonder if they had much of a choice in it. No, that, their real estate agent was spooking it. Remember, it was all across Channel 9. That was when they, it's a bit different if you're selling yeah, a house. that was them selling their home. Yeah, true. That's a good point. I, I wonder maybe the real estate agent who sold Steph and Josh the house, I wonder if he wanted the publicity and maybe they leaked no, the information. No, because they didn't even say anything oh, about okay. it. Look, I've watched Lux listings. I don't think these people who are dealing with true. people with large amounts of money care about being featured on realestate.com. That's true. Well, it's quite 
quite clear that Steph is rattled by this. So on the 27th of December, she revealed on a TikTok that her privacy had been breached that week and it caused her a lot of anxiety. She didn't specifically cite the article as the cause, but it was pretty obvious that this is what she was referring to. Well, she's not a very controversial influencer. She's not someone who will use her platform to call brands or others out. So it has put her in a bit of an awkward situation. I think a lot of people, though, will be on her side and feeling really sorry for her. Well, also, it's not like she is like Mitch and Chloe and share heaps of private details about her life or like Molly Mae and Tommy. She's not doing house tours and showing everything off. So I can see why her home would be a little bit of a sanctuary for her, particularly when she's got a one-year-old son. Now, I think that is all we have time for today so thank you so much for joining us for this episode if you have enjoyed it could you please make sure you are subscribed on apple Podcasts and also spotify if you did like the show please leave us a five-star review and don't forget to join in on all the conversations going on in our facebook community which is outspoken the podcast community and this podcast was recorded on the traditional land of the ghana people of the adelaide plains we pay respect to their elders past and present 